0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show. All
1: right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network's refused to use. No doubt starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is October the 25th in the year of our Lord, 2018. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the constitution for the United States of America as our guide and absolutely convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips, we reject violence. As you all well know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Our broadcasts are always available live Monday through Saturday, two hours a day, 9 to 11 Eastern. What is it? 6 to 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 7 to 9 Mountain Time. So two hours, six days a week of riveting talk radio. And uh, then after the broadcast, live on AM and FM radio stations across the country, the broadcast is available on demand. Uh, Some call it a podcast. Some think if you're a podcaster, then you're not a real broadcaster. Kind of an interesting thing. We are live broadcasters on AM and FM, live on the um, Amazon players, on the Google devices, on the... Apple devices and just everywhere you can be on the Roku players and more. Uh, so we're live via that, AM and FM radio and all that. And then later we put on-demand podcasts available. And uh, libertyroundtable.com is where you can get incredible talk radio 24-7. We call it news the networks refuse to use. And if you want to donate or participate in the new media taking center stage, donate to the Widow's Might Radio Network and a Liberty Roundtable Live. So libertyroundtable.com and libertynewsradio.com are the websites to get that done. This half hour is brought to you in part by raw honey delivered directly to your door. To learn more, get a hold of Kurt, C-U-R-T, at libertyroundtable.com or 801-669-2211. Raw honey delivered directly to your door. Skip the store and go to the honey man and have honey. Delivered directly to your door. Tastes phenomenal. It's great for Christmas and birthdays and Thanksgiving and just because I love yous and Valentines and uh, just put the taste of raw honey on your table today. Kurt, C-U-R-T at LibertyRoundTable.com, radio com, 669 Also brought to you in part by Joel dot com. That's WorldAffairsBrief.com. If you want commentary on a troubled world in your inbox every Friday morning, Incredible, riveting, in-depth news reporting by Joel Skousen and crew. World, uh, I'm sorry, worldaffairsbrief.com. dot com. Right, last uh, broadcast yesterday. The quick recap: We talked about um, who really launched this caravan, this invasion of America, if you will, and Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Donald Trump says they're not able to do the job of stopping people from leaving their countries and coming illegally to the United States. The key word there is illegally. And Trump says he's going to cut off or reduce foreign aid to Central America. I sure hope he does it. 7,000 people just randomly decide to start walking to America. I don't believe it. Where are they getting water? Where are they going to the restroom? How are they all having food on the trail? It just isn't making any sense, folks, from a spontaneous uh, reality check. They say... Other groups are spontaneously gathering and coming as well. It just isn't true. It's a lie. Bottom line is Homeland Security is warning that cartels are having a role. Drug cartels are having a role in the migrant caravan. Why would they do that? Evidence that Americans are funding the migrant caravan. The Judicial Watch team bringing this forward. They're in Guatemala, they're calling on Donald Trump to investigate. They say the foreign aid we give and the money we give the non-governmental organizations being turned around and used to fuel these caravans, threatening to breach our border, as they've already done, to other countries. Anyway, Obama, back in the day in Africa, even urged Africans to stay home, to stay in their home countries. He said, stop the brain drain. So, you know, even Obama agrees with this strangely the democrats only agree when they're in power see anyway bottom line is that was hour one we talked all about this caravan now let me tell you what's interesting about this while i was on the radio and kurt was on the radio talking about this caravan talking about that this is a serious problem there's probably good people who want to come to america for freedom okay i don't deny that but there's also bad elements Excuse me. There's also bad elements in the mix. Uh, and the problem is we don't know who's who. We don't know what the intentions are. But you know what? You can follow the money and find out where they're getting their money, where are they getting the wherewithal to make this happen. This is not. I repeat, this is not spontaneous as we're being lied to in the mainstream press. Anyway, while the, uh, we were focusing on solutions I provided very detailed recommendations of what I thought needed to be done to solve the problem. Okay, this is not complaint radio. This is Solutions Radio. So while I was providing solutions on the radio, Kurt, the Daily Caller was out talking to the Democrats on the campaign trail. And so the Daily Caller writes this. We asked... 20 Democrats in key races on the campaign trail, what they would do with the migrant caravan and not a single one of them had an answer daily caller. So Kurt, I find that interesting. Well, I'm giving you an answer on the radio and everybody says we're just not important and whatever I'm providing solutions. Not a single Democrat out of 20 of them, according to the daily caller had an answer on the caravan. I find that interesting. My response is I would chop off foreign aid to these countries I would literally ask these countries point blank. Are you willing to help in this stoppage of these illegal actors? Are you willing to grant us, quote, legal passage into your country? We will land, uh, you know, maybe 100 military teams, you know, three-man, five-man crew of very elite people that will go in and break up this caravan. They will find out the good guys and provide some protection where they can stay in the country they're currently in. And receive asylum. You can receive asylum from Mexico. You can receive asylum from Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. You say, Sam, those countries aren't safe. My response is they're safe for the wealthy. They're safe for those who need to be safe or who have money to be safe. You can create safe havens and safe cities and safe places in these countries. All right. And so uh, we need to go in. Put our people on the ground. Ask for permission. So you've got all these 'er ne'er-do-wells illegally breaching the borders of these countries. But what if we just simply throw down and prove who's serious and say, hey, Mexico, we want to put, you know what, 25 elite, 50 elite, 100 elite, I don't know, three to five-man teams. They will come in. They will be armed to the teeth. They will be friendlies of your government. And if you can't handle uh, the prevention of the breaching of your borders and you can't deal with these migrants that are supposedly peaceful, but yet they're violently um, overwhelming your country's either military or what border patrol, whatever you want to call it, then we're here to help you. And if you don't let us into your country, we're going to stop aid and consider you part of the combatants. We're not going to tolerate this. We're going to be peaceful, but we're going to know who's who in an instant. And we're going to do it by just saying, are you willing to let us peacefully come into your country and help? And if if you're really overwhelmed and you can't handle it yourself, then you're going to be delighted and grateful for the help, right? On the other hand, if you say we can't come in, then you better stop these people from leaving your countries and or entering your countries. But we're not going to allow you to uh, let your countries be a conduit for this illegal activity. This is breaching multiple countries' laws, violating laws. It's not just the United States and the United States shouldn't be the only country that people can come to to seek asylum. The United States shouldn't be the destination for all these people. And uh, if there's really, you know, 7000 migrants, 5000 migrants, 10,000, if there's multiple you know groups coming or whatever you want to say or multiple caravans or whatever. Hey, if each of these countries involved, what do you got? The United States and Mexico, that's two. You got Guatemala, Honduras. El Salvador, you know, that's five countries at least, and that's only 2,000 people per country. And if you literally say this, we're going to demand that each country who uh, exported a a criminal, you're going to take your criminals back. I'm telling you right now. And um, then the good guys, we can find out who they are and provide protection. And all it takes is some elite military or, you know, National Guard military teams, to handle this. Uh and, and, and then we don't really need to just put a massive, 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 massive group on our border. Okay, so there's ways to handle this, and I provided a way that I would handle it. And you say, Sam, that's just incredibly naive. My response is, why is it naive? I'm telling you right now that if 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 you know twenty-five Americans came on the ground, And they were to receive supplies and medical equipment and things like that from time to time from the air. And these teams were on the ground as Americans saying, listen, we are here to protect the good guys and stop the criminal elements within these caravans. We are here to break up these caravans because you know what? You're not going to get peaceful asylum in the United States. That's just not going to happen. You don't need to go through country after country after country and violate laws and then expect you're going to get protection. However, we do care about you, and we need to separate the good guys from the bad guys. Um, And this is done in wartime, and you could have soldiers make friends with these people, and you could very quickly find out who's who if you're on the ground in the caravan day-to-day, listening and talking and making friends and finding out and vetting people. And Okay, they do this all the time. If the criminal element can infiltrate the caravan, why can't the good guys? Not secretly, but just get on the ground and say, hey, man. We're here to help the right people, but we need to stop the criminal element. Pretty soon, the good people are going to start ratting out the bad guys so that they can separate themselves from them. Hey, who wants their little daughter or their little son hanging around a criminal gang, you know, MS-13 or worse element, huh? The answers are there, folks. 20-plus Democrats on the campaign trail couldn't answer, but Liberty Roundtable can.
2: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P
0: If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists. Tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life.
1: That's fascinating while well, the Daily Caller literally asking 20 plus Democrats on the campaign trail, "Hey man, what do we do about this um, you know what? Big caravan coming to America? How do we handle it?" Yeah, the Daily Caller says we asked 20 Democrats in key races what they're doing, not a one of them had an answer. Liberty Roundtable doubles down, provides clear, simple solutions. So I say infiltrate the caravans, withdraw aid from countries who will not cooperate they're illegally in your country we would like to peacefully enter your country and provide appropriate assistance and we will literally get on the ground we won't be secret about it we'll bring uh, video reporters and tv reporters and radio reporters with us and we'll basically infiltrate these caravans walking down the road right now and we'll have drops of specialty uh, medical supplies and food and and treats and things for kids and and we'll find out the good guys from the bad guys very quickly And we will simply have all countries participate in helping the good guys, providing protection, not dividing families, but truly vetting who is a real family, who really are the good guys and who really want a better life versus what is the criminal element. And I think we could do that very easily and we could support all these countries and we could find out who's who put them on the record blatant as could be. Are you willing to let us peacefully in your country and provide this assistance? Yes or no? Mexico, yes or no, are you willing to commit that they will never cross into your country, first of all, but out of your country, second of all? We're not going to use these countries as a conduit for criminal elements. We're not going to do it. Mexico, are you with us or against us on this? And if you're with us, let's promote what you're willing to let us do. They're in your country illegally. Are you going to let us enter legally and help? And if you don't want us to enter legally and help, then they better not leave your country. I'm telling you right now. Okay, this is clear direction. Kurt, what do you think, man? 20-plus Democrats on the campaign trail don't have an answer, according to the Daily Caller. We've nailed it two days in a row.
3: Well, what do I think? I I think basically it's, you know, standard practice for most uh, politicians is to have really no answer and the main thing that they stand for is re-election. Um, when... Uh, You know, the uh, real solutions are most of the time brought by the, uh, well, good average folks of America that say, hey, man, we could fix this abortion problem. We could fix this Federal Reserve problem. We could fix this IRS problem. We could, you know, you just go on down. the Yeah, this immigration problem. We could uh, stop ABC
1: alphabets. We could
3: so many things that could be all fixed up if. You know you really went to the solution that's right, and, but the average politician they don't like our buddy Jerry Hughes uh taught us for years. if we fixed those problems, see they they would really not have anything to run on uh they would just be like, "Well, you know all the problems are fixed, so you know well, how can I uh, gather extra money or bring in ah. that cash from you people that's a so good point. uh you know, it's a it's sad, but good sad point. to say, but that's that's how it is.
1: What do you think of my solutions, Kurt? How viable are they? I'm just saying we could politely go in there. You'd have military to keep the peace. Uh, You would have military when the criminals go ballistic as they get exposed to make sure that they're handled properly and keep everybody safe. You would literally have reporters there for transparency. And you'd literally have the good guys there offering the right kind of people assistance and support and medical supplies. It's easy to make a choice when you feel like the good guys are there enough to, to protect you and to provide you the assistance that you truly need if you're a good guy. And, and I think we could do this. And every country that wouldn't let us participate, they better not leave somebody or let anybody leave their borders. Or you know what? We'll consider them a conduit combatant is the term that I would use for it. You know what? You're a conduit combatant for illegal activity and for criminal, criminal elements, and we're not going to let you do it. And you will not have a penny of foreign aid. And we will consider you, uh, in my opinion, a, a very hostile country. If you don't participate in helping this become a peaceful breakup uh, of this of these caravans, you know, how many of them are just hoping for a a safe passage to the United States and they're joining the caravan because they believe that might provide them the protection and the uh, people around them to make it versus which parts are criminal elements. And the only way I know is to get in there on the ground and make friends with people and, and get reports from the good guys. Uh, and watch eyes and ears open to really know who's who and then to basically crack down and separate the good guys and provide protection and the bad elements get exposed and brought to justice kind of a thing and sent back to their own countries. I want to know what countries along the way. I want to know which of these countries. Um, Did Venezuela really fund it? And and I really want to know um, who's who in this. And that's the best way I know. Do you think my proposals are viable, Kurt?
3: Well, I do, but I, what I want to ask you, Sam, uh, is, doesn't this, um, doesn't this also make a good uh, argument for having a uh, a nice wall along the border?
1: Well, when you say an argument for a nice wall, um, it's a little bit dicey. Do we? I think that. Do I think Donald Trump should build the wall since he promised he would? Yes. Do I think that walls keep people out? Yes, I do, but I think they keep people in, too. Um, Do I think that we can just uh, leave it to the wall uh, and let all these caravans get to America and then have the big stop, so to speak? No, I don't. I think there's better ways to break them up to where we never have a discussion about whether we have a wall or not and our border breached. I think the answers are long before the people get to our border in the first place. The answers are in... Now, they would say I'm an isolationist, but they lie. The answers are in diplomatic relationships with these countries to say, let's work on this together. We will provide support and assistance because we all have a peaceful um, end game here, we hope. Let's find out who's who. Uh, But your point's well taken that at some point, if they get to our border, what are we going to do? And whether it's the wall, whether it's the wall in the military, whether it's the military, whether it's stronger border patrol or agents, whether it's, um, you know, I don't know. But I think we ought to use all... Um, things at our disposal, so to speak, in other words, all opportunities to stop and break up these migrants before they ever get to our border. Nevertheless, uh, I want to protect the good guys. I don't want to divide families. I don't want to um, prevent people from having a better life. But I do want to create an orderly, law-abiding way to accomplish that. And the wall may be part of that picture, Kurt. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm not here really um, to reject the wall, but I'm not really here to embrace the wall. I am saying it is part of, and there's many parts to, the solutions. But what's interesting to me is I don't hear Donald talking about the wall much. Is he?
3: Yeah, I've heard him mention it several times about this situation. Uh, I'm talking about getting it done, not just talking about it. Yeah. I'm talking about well, building uh, the wall. Yeah. Um, as far as I understand, there's certain parts that have been built. And, uh, you know, when, when it comes to the whole wall thing, I I just find it, it's kind of like the uh, gun gun. Um, you know argument you got the um standard pelosi types that say hey you know uh way too many guns we we need to get rid of the guns and yet um they've got private security that provides uh well security with guns yeah that guns, protects them with uh, guns on a regular basis um and then on the if you take the wall situation every one of those type people um they're going to have uh gated communities they're going to have walled areas where their security makes sure that no bad guys get in there for them um and yet uh, if we suggest a wall to protect our borders especially um some of our most vulnerable areas which would be all those people that have property along that border um some people are like oh, you know, that's uh, going too far. But I I believe we should have had the wall there a long time ago uh, simply because it keeps the bad guys out. Well, to, make your, guys, point, uh, to make your point, uh, Congress agreed to with you in back right in 96 way.
1: and literally called and passed, um, you know, it passed that they should build it. They just never did. Right.
3: That's right. And so many times our politicians just talk about it. It's refreshing to have one that actually, hey, has said that he's going to do things and has been working on them and showing us what can be done in spite of uh, and not because of but in spite of the uh congress
1: amen to that Tonight. all right we'll keep an eye on the ball it's just fascinating that the democrats have no answers according to the daily caller but i've provided basically clear guidance on what can be done and i think my uh opinions are pretty sound and pretty uh easy to accomplish and things like that by the way the second hour yesterday we talked about court rules unborn baby a person puts rows in the cr- row in the crosshairs wnd.com great news uh, and time to overturn Roe versus Wade, writes Matt Staver of Liberty Council. LC.org doing a phenomenal job. We talked about how we believe in pro-life, and we believe that's one of the most critical components. That, in immigration, uh, two of the most, and honest money, three of the most critical components we need to restore the republic and to stand for America first. We also talked about in Akron, Ohio, uh, to the shelters there, the charitable organizations try to do a good job. Put the homeless back on the streets. The city can't solve homeless, and we're not going to let you do it either. Just crazy talk up there in Ohio. We also talked about the United States Secret Service said potential explosive devices were sent to Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. When we come back, I want to talk about that. We've rejected the violence and rejected the divide. The mainstream press says white Americans gain most from the tax cuts. That's New York Times. I don't want to divide people, folks. I don't want violence. Let's talk about it. Liberty Roundtable
0: Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. TalkRight, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. TalkRight makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download TalkRight today from Google Play or the App Store. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't going to happen. By a friend of Medjugorje, whether you are poor, middle-class, or rich, It Ain't Gonna Happen, a book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled N-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000.
4: Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed.
2: They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean, quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you know, prevention, all of these other services. I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of
4: the relative number of abortions.
2: Okay. Abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country.
1: Live on your radio, breaking it down. News the networks refuse to use. Solutions every time on your radio, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Donald Trump in the news. Folks, listen to this. The safety of the American people is my highest and absolute priority. I have just concluded a briefing with the FBI, Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. Secret Service. As we speak, the packages are being inspected by top explosive experts, and a major federal investigation is now underway. The full weight of our government is being deployed to conduct this investigation and bring those responsible for these despicable acts to justice. We will spare no resources or expense in this effort. That In these times, we have to unify. We have to come together and send one very clear, strong, unmistakable message that acts or threats of political violence of any kind have no place in the United States of America. This egregious conduct is abhorrent to everything we hold dear and sacred as Americans. My administration will provide additional updates as they become available. And I just want to thank everybody for their understanding. We're extremely angry, upset, unhappy about what we witnessed this morning. And we will get to the bottom of it. So, Kurt, there you have it.
1: Donald Trump, quote, political violence has no place in the U.S. I couldn't agree with him more, Kurt. And um, Trump hasn't always been this peaceful. A lot of times he's kind of pushed back on rallies and kind of been in people's faces a little bit and stuff like that. But I think Trump is realizing what we've been saying on the radio for quite some time. You know what? We have a clarion call out for civility. We've had it out for a couple of years. We've been ahead of the curve on this baby. Um, and Donald Trump now kind of realizing, Hey, this isn't fun. This is going way off the rails. So Donald Trump began a Wisconsin rally with forceful rebuke of political violence. Um, Now, Democratic leaders are rejecting Trump's call for unity after bomb scare, Kurt. So what we've got is we've got these um, criminals literally sending packages to all kinds of people uh, at bombs and stuff like that. And it's to George Soros. It's to Nancy. I mean, it's to all kinds of political figures now. Now, just so you know, this happened to Donald Trump Jr. just a couple of months ago. So both sides of the aisles are getting targeted here now. Uh, and, and all I'm saying is I think Donald's completely right on this one, Kurt. We back him 100%. We've been uh, with our clarion call for civility and peace and stepping back on this for a long time. And I'm grateful to see the president just get it so right, so spot on. Um, I don't disagree with a single word he said, Kurt. We need to come together. Uh, this is uh, uh, this violates our sacred kind of honor of peaceful Uh, transfers of power and peaceful working together as Americans, even if we disagree. um, It has no place in America. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Any thoughts on this, Kurt?
3: I think it's right on, Sam. I mean, like you say, the president's right on, and that's good you agree with him.
1: Good job. Anyway, um... I just think this is really critical to understand. Well, here's what's funny. The Democrats, Kurt, are rejecting Democratic leaders, including Nancy Pelosi and Chuckie Schumer and crew. They're rejecting Donald Trump's call for unity after bomb scare. I don't understand it. I've never seen this kind of uh, I don't even know what to call it. I've never seen this kind of. Um, I don't know. Um, misdirection or, or or deception from uh, leaders. I don't understand how you could not agree with Donald Trump. Now, you might say, well, he's just saying this in rhetoric, but he doesn't believe this. He caused it all. Well, Donald Trump says the media caused it. They say Donald caused it. You know, some are saying that Maxine Waters and uh, Cory Booker and these guys caused it. And everybody's got the blame game going on. But, Kurt, if you read my clarion call for civility, I don't want to play the blame game. I want each of us to be self-governed enough to say I'm going to make sure that I'm not part of it and i'm going to pray and encourage others to not be part of it either i'm not interested in the blame game as much as i am to say let's call a halt to this con game uh let's make sure that we're not contributing to it first of all and then let's do our very best to encourage others to not contribute to it and i think we've done our best in the clarion call letter that i wrote i almost wonder how i can get that in usa today it's more apropos the second than when we wrote it and, and i look back and i just go man How do we uh, help this? And And the blame game is just not helpful, in my opinion. But I can't believe these Democrats, they're literally rejecting. Democratic leaders are rejecting Donald Trump's call for unity, Kurt. It's beyond imagination.
3: Well, it's all part of the whole spirit of party thing, Sam, if you ask me. Uh, What you've got is, you know, you continue to see these uh, reasons that uh, President George Washington, one of our main founding fathers, uh, suggested that, hey, it was not good to uh, promote this whole spirit of party. In other words, uh, hey, one guys are on one side and the other guys are on the other side. So then you can't seem to be able to um, work together. You've got to always be in opposition. You know, Um, that's what I see more and more.
1: Sadly, I think you're spot on. And some would say, Sam, why do you guys hammer on this so much? Because you know what? I think these fault lines are going to eventually divide us literally on everything if we're not very careful. I really think um, this is serious. I'll give you an example, Kurt. You brought up a headline yesterday that said, Cut your own trees. And what happens, Kurt?
3: Well, in this one town, what you've got is uh, this guy uh – apparently, you know, decided to cut his own trees. And the headline from World Net Daily says... By the way, why wouldn't he
1: cut his own trees, Kurt? Do you know whose trees they are?
3: I thought they were his They're his. Well, at Um, least they're supposed to be. And, uh, you know, I'm in the process of doing that myself, and uh, so it kind of caught my eye. But the uh, the rest of the headline says, Get Fined 450K. Um, Two brothers in Michigan who cleared out unwanted trees on their land for their Christmas tree farm face upward of $450,000 in fines from their local township. They say it's because of a local tree replacement ordinance. Oh boy, Siri thinks I'm tired here.
1: How, How come it, Kurt hasn't learned happens. to set his phone out How of the come room it, while he's on the radio yet, folks? I don't know if you guys well, want to email then, him. And then, if him.
3: somebody's wanting to text us or whatever, then it's yeah. hard for me to respond to. That's them. right.
1: But at least uh, we don't get interrupted and, by Siri twice a day.
3: You know. Yeah, but what's so there's amazing also to me there's also this little button on the side of your phone, uh, and
1: if you flip it down, it'll be silent. I have that And the other thing that is down, you can Sam. see texts. So Siri's My still talking. My phone is
3: silent. Um, I put it, you know, pushed it on silent, you know. So I don't understand why this is the only time. I you mean, I have the phone to with me all day. Did I say Siri? No, of course not. I didn't say her. You don't need to say anything. Siri
1: for her to be involved in but, your life
3: and disrupt the. But radio all program. I'm saying, all is I, I, I don't even. I have to usually squeeze the button on it to get it to do anything. Yet I'm not even touching it. And during yeah, the but you're on the radio, radio right. show. Oh, yeah, I guess that's the main yeah, thing. That, I mean, that's the only on the thing radio. that adds up to me. Uh, but anyway, back to the story. It says it's because the reason these guys are getting fined grand uh is because of a local tree replacement ordinance requiring a permit to remove any tree. The tree must then either be relocated or replaced. The brothers Gary and Matt Percy thought they were covered by the ordinance's exemption for farm property. Yeah, there's always some little exemption, but that's why you don't want all these laws and all these rules, because man, they can catch you. Uh, it says, but township lawyer. And this is, Christ by the way, this Nicole, is all over
1: like, environmental battles, though, Kurt.
3: Yeah. Now, that's what I was thinking our buddy Tom DeWeese would be on this one. Now. But anyway, claimed the area in Canton Township was all part of a forest. Seeing it all depends on who's defining what it is. These guys are thinking it's a farm. They're thi- they're thinking it's a forest. Uh, but anyway, and then it says the Detroit News reported basically the brothers. I say
1: it's a grove of trees, but you know me. I'm just kind of an idiot.
3: Yeah, and it's their land, right? But anyway, the Detroit News, isn't that the ones, those are the same guys that beat up our buddy James Edwards. Yeah, they said he was the leader Uh, of the
1: KKK. It was proven false in court, but they still got the slam dunk win and protection for their dishonesty, Kurt, by the, you know, unjust system it seems like there, you know, but... Anyway, uh, you know, said the sad that part these, is, uh, again, this is a divide over another item. You divide over the environment, yep. male, female. There's divide fault lines everywhere. It's all based on government regulations and definitions. And, I mean, it gets crazy in a hurry. Um, if there's more on that, we can talk about it. But I'm just saying it's out of control.
3: Yep. You're exactly Any more on right. that one? Well, the, the arborists, those are, those are the tree guys. They estimated they removed 1,400 trees, so that's why there's all this penalties. They're going to
1: put these guys right out of business. I all think. right. Kurt wants to talk about women coming up. Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Each week, the political cesspool, known worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program, hits the airwaves to bring you the other side of the news and to report on events which are vital to your welfare but are hushed up or distorted by the mainstream media. However, to continue doing this, we need your support. Go online at www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a safe and secure donation. If you prefer not to make an online donation, you can send us a check or money order to the address on the website. No matter which way you choose, The Political Cesspool needs your support. Go online to www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a donation today.
5: We fought We learned, we struggled, we won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machines. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it together together
1: Back with you live on Liberty Roundtable Live All right um <laughs> wow Cut your own trees and get fined four hundred fifty grand I mean the, the government's just run up out of control on people's land, folks all right, Kurt wants to talk about women though well, Sam,
3: uh, this is a topic that um you know goes with our the uh announcements we play that talk about abortion and all that kind of thing cuz this one uh basically the headline from WorldNet Daily says uh, and by the way it's written by Jennifer robach uh or Roback Morse she's a PhD um and uh, says the headline the one cancer risk factor many many women don't want to hear Uh, Then she tells us that October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I didn't know that. I'm sure that I should have known, but I just wasn't aware of that. Uh, But she says uh, one in eight women will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime. But she says I doubt the mainstream media will even mention one easily avoidable lifestyle choice that has been implicated as a risk factor in numerous studies around the world. She says that's abortion, Sam, and she says there's uh, numerous studies around the world, including in Iran, China, Turkey, Armenia, India and Bangladesh, Um, you know, they've done a meta-analysis of 20 studies of South Asian women that shows a correlation between breast cancer and abortion. Yet even the possibility of a connection between abortion and breast cancer will not be part of a month-long publicity campaign. She asked the simple question,
1: why? It's a fair question, and, again, it kind of comes down to this uh, vaccination discussion, too, a little bit, where, hey, they don't want the truth Good on point. certain things, Kurt, and that's really the problem yeah. here. But I think she's spot on, and I'm glad that a woman was able to report it because they can't say she's just insensitive and she doesn't understand the needs and care of women. and you know. But all I'm telling you is I think that is the cancer risk factor that many women just don't want to hear. WND.com has the guts to tell you the truth on that study. Anything else on that one?
3: Yes. Well, I love this little part here where she says, uh, The sexual revolution has created the grand sex-positive narrative to convince people that sexual activity is an entitlement for anyone capable of giving meaningful consent. She says it's as if they're saying, oh, sure, casual sex used to present problems like risks of pregnancy and sexually transmitted diseases, but we modern, enlightened, technologically advanced people have overcome all that. We have antibiotics to treat any stray microbes that manage to make it through the condom barriers we all use 100% of the time. We have pills and IUDs and long-acting reversible hormonal hormonal contraceptives to prevent pregnancy. And, of course, we have safe, legal abortions to clean up any stray fetuses that manage to get conceived." Anyway, she's...
1: Yeah, she nails it. Does a phenomenal job standing up for pro-life and exposing the criminal element that promotes pro-death everywhere we go. And I will add this, you know, you can pretend that man can get rid of the consequences. But whenever you violate the procreative power God put in place and violate its proper use, I'm telling you right now, you have all kinds of problems. And trust issues in marriage are one of them. Uh, issues of of, uh, selfless or uh, uh, self-worth problems uh, and and, and things uh, come up. Trust issues become a problem. It creates mental instability as well. Now, I'm not saying every girl that's had an abortion is mentally unstable. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oftentimes these types of things... They cross the lines of trust and confidence and stability uh, for obeying God's laws. When you do that, you lose that stability and that strength. And that Anyway, they don't want to talk about that either. Megyn Kelly's in the news, Kurt. And yeah. it's like Megyn Kelly, I guess she kind of, um, well, now she makes, quote, tearful on-air apology for blackface comments. But now her show is ending. So, uh, you know, are you caught up on this whole thing?
3: Well, um, a little bit. I mean, apparently she, uh, there's this thing called blackface. So that means if you're a white person, you can uh, paint yourself black and pretend like you're a, a black person, right?
1: Um, that's what they say, yeah. And Megan's basically yeah. saying, hey, it's no problem if it's done in good taste. And she literally um, you know, doubled down on this on air. And then everybody attacked her and said how ignorant she was of the true reality of the situation. And now she's melting down and apologizing and getting kicked off the air, Kurt. Yeah. So what's your response yeah. on this? I
3: kind of expected it. I figured that it's uh, the way that the uh swamp monsters kind of would gobble up uh, somebody. So she see she was a, a white woman who was on the other side, you could say, you know, since Fox is supposed to be the other side, you know. Yeah, but um, she's on, she got and,
1: let go from there. She's on MSNBC now, right?
3: Yeah, I know, but uh, they they invited her over with uh, offers of money, and you know, and remember, we we even talked about it. She was going to have more family time and be able to spend time with her own children and her husband and all that kind of stuff. And I I think she's, um, you know, at least if she was truly a quote conservative, then you know she's never really going to fit in. And uh, now they're uh, going to get rid of her but i i believe she, i mean she's got so much should have so much money saved up from all the uh, big cash that everybody's been offering her that she should be plenty fine but it's interesting that uh, what if a black man like uh, we've talked about some of these different ones i don't know since i don't watch any of those programs but what if they dressed up and did white face and faked like they were donald trump and made fun of that
1: oh they do that uh, all the there time
3: there would be no yeah, there'd be no call for them to. That's uh, right.
1: And here's you know, my I think know. Megan's onto something, though, when she says, you know what? What if you're not doing it to be evil or to promote racism? Let's just say that Kurt likes Michael Jackson. And so for Halloween, Kurt, you know, does blackface, you know, decides he wants to be like Michael Jackson for Halloween and stuff like that. They would say how ignorant you are of <clears throat> these things. Now, if I say that you have a gender And we're going to go back to your birth gender, and we're just going to say there are males and females. Then they say, how ignorant I am of gender, to go back to that. On the other hand, if I want to be a black person, then they say it's evil, hateful racism. But it turns out that Bob Unruh wrote a piece on this that's apropos, Kurt.
3: Bob Unruh, let's see. And so he was,
1: uh, you're talking about racism? Headline says, forget gender. Uh Now, pick your race, your age. And even your species.
3: Yeah, so imagine, Sam. I mean, so, you know, they've been pushing us to say that, hey, you know, we don't want to get anybody upset. If they feel like they're a woman one day instead of a man, they can do that. If they feel like they're, you know... Uh, But now, you know, they say uh, the transgender community is enthralled, that people should be allowed to choose their gender. And some jurisdictions have incorporated that idea into law. But that's so 2000s, according to a new poll indicating a substantial portion of British adults believe people also should be able to choose their age and race and even species. Uh, uh, let's see. So uh, they say one of you're allowed to choose your race. It's just that
1: you're not allowed to like go black. You're not allowed to like, you know, be black for a day. Now that one lady decided she was a black lady. Wasn't that um, Pocahontas? Isn't that what Donald called her? Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I think she was going masquerading as an Indian, Kurt.
3: That's right. Um, you know, and I don't get this. Uh, so it says 20 percent supported those over 18 being able to define their age. So let's say, uh, you know, I'm 60. But uh, if I want to, I could just say I'm 22. Does that absolutely
1: you can even say you're 17, buddy. Uh-huh. That way, when oh, okay. someone tries to bust uh, you for statutory rape and stuff like that, you just got to say I'm a kid, too. I mean, see, it's just whacked out, uh, Kurt. It's just on yeah. crack. Or
3: crazy. or you're going to the movie, right? And it says, uh, you know, the price of kids is right you know, five a kid bucks. And the, and the
1: right, I'm Heck, yeah. And the kids are like, hey, man, I'm a senior citizen.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> they say, stunningly, uh, it also found 10% support those who wish to define as a non-human species. Uh, so I guess you could just say you're a leaf, for example. Uh and, you know, then you talk to the IRS and say, look, leaves aren't, and you know, it's not important for them to fill out tax forms. Right? Yeah, I'm
1: a tree. You can't tax me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, I mean, this is just okay, so off man, the chart. But what, these are the same kind of people at, that believe in tiny doses of magic mushrooms. Kurt, these people are just unhinged. I'm telling you, check out this. Oh, one.
3: yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a piece from uh, the Mail Online folks. Uh, so the headline reads, Tiny doses of magic mushrooms can improve your problem-solving skills. I think that's a problem. And make you more creative uh, without the bad trip uh, study claims. Uh, then a sub Microdoses of psychedelics could induce a state of unconstrained thought. This is without the bad trips that can come with high doses of such substances. They say people who took a small amount of the substance had more original ideas. Hey, kind of like these ones we were just talking about, right?
1: Hey, man, I'm um, not doing any drugs, but, man, I highlight all the stories and all this fighting and all this meltdown and all the psychotic viewpoints in America, and I feel like I'm on a bad trip already. <laughs> I mean, these guys are crazy. So yeah, I mean, make sure Kurt to take enough psychedelics to create that, just stimulate that creative thought. But d- 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 don't take too much magic dust now, Kurt.
3: Yeah, cause- it's just like the whole <laughs> no when to say when thing. You know, I mean, you're, you're you're these guys are at the bar and they're like, oh, hey, look, I've already had half a beer, so I mean, it's just where I'm stopping. Yeah, right. Um, you know. It, Every time we see these mushrooms. problems. Hey,
1: if a little bit creates you know, a little bit of creativity, doesn't a little bit nuts, more create a little bit you know? more creativity, Kurt?
3: <laughs> the drug lords and the alcohol sellers, they just keep selling it, don't they? I mean,
1: I don't even know how to respond to some of this stuff. Tiny doses. Yeah. Kurt, what's a tiny dose?
3: <laughs> uh, it's way too much if you ask me.
1: Of magic mushrooms, they say, can improve your problem-solving skills. I don't think so, Kurt. I think that, you know what? Yeah. Um, you're better off remaining sober and stable, and, 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 and you know what? I think that if you pray to God, that's one of the best ways you can problem solve. See if you, you can pray, use pray to some Heavenly Father. use of King James. Yeah, bust out the King James. You can ask your Heavenly Father to help you solve problems, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it is a winning solution. And by the way, you can't take too much of it. That's right. Just saying. Hey, Hour 1 in the can, Hour 2 coming up in seconds, and we got a surprise couple of guests for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the way we roll on Liberty Roundtable Live, doing our very best to bring to the table all kinds of great people. It's called Liberty Roundtable for a reason. And, uh, man, we got some cool stuff for you coming up. Hour 1 in the can, Hour 2 next. I'm Sam, he's Kurt, and we would like to thank you for all you do. And the sacred cause of liberty. We declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, donate today. LibertyNewsRadio.com, donate today. Um, And you know what? God save the Republic of the United States of America. That ought to be our slogan as we make America great again, huh? Hey, thanks.